Welcome, everybody, to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from Los Angeles, California, with my co-host from his home, the Laz Lair in Venice, California, Andy Laz Lazarus. How are you, Laz? It's what it is, Joe, man. I'm feeling all right. I think I got a little Arizona allergies. Oh, no. Um, down in AZ for almost two weeks, and uh, a lot of dust, a lot of that red clay infield. I didn't, I didn't realize... On. I didn't realize the Venice Gays Arizona tournament was was this extra long because you guys were in competition or did you stick around? I stuck around. Uh, another team invited me to go play. So I didn't I had one at bat with the gays, got a hit and managed the rest of the time. And then another team was like, yo, you want to come play first base for us? And I was like, yes, I'll stay for a few days. How, and how did the gays fare? Oh, dude, um, the gays uh, went, went two and three, lost a heartbreaker to Columbus Pirates um, in 13 innings. That would have put us in the playoffs. It was like winner go home, and we lost it in the 13th. On a pop-up to the shortstop, the left fielder called him off and dropped it. No. That's, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. But you went one for one. One hitting a thousand. Hitting the thousand in the in the in the tournament. In the tourney. Yeah, in the tourney. And then I and then I was uh I think I was four for nine in the uh other four games that I played. Now um you're you played first base for another team, but you're not qualified mm-hmm. to play first base for your own team. Oh, I'm qualified, but like managing and playing at the same time is really hard. It's 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 too much, you know. Yeah. Like it's, it's like we've got better pinch hit. If I want to go Pete Rose and like pinch hit myself, I could have done that, but actually playing first base and managing and being, you know, intimately involved in the game in both ways is just too much. And like, it's better for the team if I'm doing one or the other. Right. And so that's what I did. Then you, cause yeah, for every at bat, you'd have to take off your dusty Baker surgical gloves Right. <laughs> Although I really like the Dusty Baker um, uh, cartoon face wristbands um, from the 90s. I remember Barry Bonds and uh, Gary Sheffield used to have those. Yeah. I thought those were sick. Uh, I got to say, you know, there's a lot. Obviously, I'm wearing my Astros hat right now. Yeah. Because fuck the Braves. Fuck, fuck our division rivals. Fuck, right, right, right. Fuck John Rocker and uh, you know <laughs> John Rocker racist chance and right, uh, right, and just and right. fuck Atlanta's in general. Yeah. Um. So I'm I fuck fuck the Gold Club. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck them all. Fuck them all. Fuck the Gold Club. Yeah. Fuck everywhere but the Claremont Lounge. It, even Dominique Wilkins. Fuck yeah. Dominique. Oh, fuck Dominique. Fuck everything but the, but two chains in the Claremont Lounge. Fuck Trey. <laughs> fuck Trey Young. Fuck, fuck Tree Rollins. Fuck Jamal. And, you know, who's the guy who did the Dirty Bird? Jamal Anderson. Jamal Anderson. 
Fuck Chris Chandler. Fuck Andre <laughs> Risen. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, very good, very good. But uh, let's 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 dive right in. We actually have a fuck lot. Mark Lemke. Fuck Mark Lemke for real. For, for sure. Real. For, for sure. sure. Fuck Mark Lemke. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> These new Braves I kind of like, but fuck Mark Lemke. And Blouser can go fuck himself too. All right, go ahead. Yeah, there's. I mean, listen. That that's one thing with sports always is like, even on your hated teams, even on your hated rivals, even on like cities you despise. Like, I always like to know that those people are just people. Like, yeah. no, no one signs. No one was like, yeah, I'm a Dominican guy who fucking, you know, literally just wants to get out of a third world country. I'll I don't mind playing for the team that has a racist chant every inning. They're Absolutely. Just like, they're not. just like, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of here. So, um, but yeah, big, big Astros fans during, during this series. Although, and I was saying this last night, you know, it's hard to root for the Astros with the cheating. But I will choose I will choose cheaters over Atlanta Braves. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I am kind of rooting for a good series. I'm like, let's play seven. I think it's going to be a great series. I think think it's going to be a great series. I think it's like two really young, fun teams. And I'm kind of like, I'm definitely rooting for Dusty Baker. But I I mean, I don't have, I I only have Atlanta Braves hate for the Mark Lemsky, David Justice, uh, Steve Avery years, because that's when they're in the Giants division. These new Braves are fun. And I'm kind of rooting for Adam Duvall because he was a former giant that they let go of inexplicably. Who's um, been dominant for. It's been minute. awesome. Even though he wears a dumb. No, like I think 14 is a terrible number. Terrible, terrible baseball. Terrible number. number. Yeah. Ugh. Um, sorry, Dave Neal. Sorry, Pete Rose. That's a gross number. <laughs> um, but I'm really digging uh, Albies and uh, Austin Riley. And uh, Eddie Rosario, what does Eddie Rosario a Met? No, where did he come from? I have no idea. Is he always a brave? I, I actually don't know. Uh, but like, I at first I confused him with the, uh, the other, not Ahmed Rosario, yeah, not Ahmed Rosario. There was a third guy, uh, that I was like, wait, is that who I'm thinking of? And it was like, no, that's that's even a different guy, yeah, he played no. So he he also played for the Twins. I remember him on the Twins. That's that's who I was thinking of. Although, yeah, he was Twins, and then Cleveland, and then at Cleveland earlier this year, and Atlanta. So I guess I wasn't even confusing him. So yeah, yeah, Eddie Rosario of the of Twins fame. Yeah, of Twins fame, I guess. All right. Um, now, well, what's what's with Jock Peterson wearing pearls? What is this? Yeah, I don't know what what that pearl necklace is all about. Very weird. I, it's, it's 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 either very advanced or definitely very weird, or he's making a pearl necklace joke like yep. somebody comes on his chest every <laughs> night. Every night. <laughs> no, he came on my chest. My chest. He came on my chest. <laughs> I'm not gay. He came on my chest. You know, I've I've talked I've talked to some friends who are you know Texas Rangers fans and like people down that way. And, and the other thing I hate about the Braves, I don't, I don't like Braves fans. There's a couple of, mm. you know, there's a couple of famous Braves fans that are some of the world's biggest douchebags. But I've also heard that 
Astros Who? fans are douchey. Yeah. Uh, What's up with Mr. Mattress? This this yeah. Houston mattress guy who mattress bet, Mac mattress Mac who bet thirty nine million is that thirty nine million to win thirty nine million I I have no idea but I love it every every postseason they're in now like yeah. he he just must be so rich like how do you put up that much money I don't know I didn't know the mattress game was so uh you know uh, fruitful. I just imagine that he is uh, what's his name's character from Punch Drunk Love. Remember the fucking? <laughs> no, I didn't see Punch Drunk Love. What's, was um, that the one with with Sandler and uh, and uh, Jack Nicholson? Oh, that no, was anger no, management. That was anger management. It's, it's yeah. I didn't it's, see Punch Drunk Love. Oh, you got to see it. It's great. There's yeah. also there's also one of the best outtakes from a movie ever. So he's like he's like this really like nice guy, but he has like fits of rage like horrible fits of rage but like also he's like emotionally stunted so like he only knows how to deal with like basically all emotions with rage yeah it's like a baby yeah there's an amazing outtake from it where like he's in a meeting in his like warehouse and this like kids walking around and he sees this cute little kid like playing and he's like, oh, look at that fucking kid. He's so fucking cute. I just want to kick his fucking teeth in. Like, <laughs> I just want to fucking cave his head in with a fucking you know, tire iron. And people are like, what? <laughs> but uh, what's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman plays like an angry a mattress. Uh, oh, wow. Fucking angry like mattress uh, mogul in it. And I just think yeah. that's like a. That's what Mattress Mac was in his like in the seventies, <laughs> right? Like a, a violent mattress mogul that was yeah. also running like a sex ring out of his right, exactly. And warehouse. now he's like this amiable, amiable old man, but he's got history, yeah. And it's and it's filthy, old Mattress Mac. Yeah. So what what do you think of the first two games of the series? I mean, a surprising. Although I guess at this point, nothing's surprising about this, this Braves run, but a surprising game one win with, uh, you know, their starter going out with a fibula fracture. Oh yeah. Charlie Morton. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was, I guess, I mean, Lance McCullers is out. Right. Right. And obviously, um, you know, uh, uh, Verlander has been hurt all season. Yep. So I was, I was a little bit, uh, surprised at the game one starter for the Astros. I wasn't sure who that guy was. I hadn't seen him before. That doesn't mean, you know, I haven't been totally keeping up on Astros starting five or whatever. Right. Um, but they jumped all over him and Charlie Morton is a playoff veteran. So losing him to a fractured fibula is big, but, uh, I, I just thought it was kind of like the Braves were hot. And, um, you know, the Astros have been resting for a little, a little bit longer and they jumped all over him. But then in game two, the Astros came right back. Yeah. You know, and so, then, and then the Astros with a big game two win. they, I saw the stat, I think they put it up on, you know, in the post game, it was their seventh win this postseason by five runs or more tied for the most ever in a postseason. It seems like, they get their runs in bunches, and when they do, yeah. they're not afraid to blow you out. Right. So game three tonight, 76% of game three winners in the World Series go on to win it all. Yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta is favored tonight. Yeah. 
And they got Ian Anderson going, who I like a lot. And they got Ian Anderson, the first rookie uh, pitching, starting pitching matchup since like the 70s or something like that. Was he, but he was, he pitched in the playoffs last year. Or the, or the second in, since the 70s. The last one was Verlander Weaver in like a, or something like that. In a Jared two, Weaver? Something like that. Or, or, yeah. uh, or Verlander. Somebody in the Cardinals Tigers series in 2000. Oh, right, 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 right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought Ian Anderson pitched for them last year, but maybe it was as one of those things where he came up late. So this was his official rookie year. That's got to be it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Atlanta's undefeated at home in the postseason. Um, I got a, I kind of like Atlanta tonight, um, but I think this is going to go seven. And, and they say historically, if they win tonight at home, that, that this is their series to lose. Right. Right. Well, that's always, it's always the, the, uh, the, I don't know, the fulcrum game, game threes and game threes and game fives are huge. Right. Going, going from one, one to two, one is, is big. Now to go you want to be chasing before we continue on with the world series, we haven't done an episode in a couple of weeks. Let's go retroactively because the John, the, uh, the Dodgers just basically roll over in a NLCS against the Braves. Mad yeah. Max, not so mad this time. Can't pitch <laughs> out of the bullpen and then come on and pitch your starting. So they get let down by some starting pitching. They get let down in what I think is being undone by their own analytics at this point. All these teams are now going heavy bullpen games and then they're wondering why their bullpen spent in like game three. Well, yeah. And I think, Oh yeah. So the, they go, what did the, the, the giant or sorry, in game five of the giant series, they start out with Blake Trennan or somebody I'm trying him. Right. And then, so they win that bad call at the end. I thought it was too bad. A, a terrible call like that. Um, kind of marred a great series. We should have yeah. been really talking about, you know, Belly's clutch hit, right? Um, I also thought, just retroactively, Gabe Kapler did a good job until he threw Duvall after throwing two innings the game before where he had a fully rested starter in Kevin Gossman. Go Gossman, then Duvall. Yeah. Don't try to get six outs out of good Duvall again. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Now, Gabe, guy. Gabe Kapler, I don't know if you saw this, this offseason or this postseason, I should say, became mm-hmm. he, he's like he's now like a meme in like uh, in like that, that like non sports girls are suddenly like finding out about Gabe Kapler and being like, yo, who's this guy? Who's this? Who's zaddy? this porn star? Yeah. What's yeah. this? What's this bearded zaddy? <laughs> so, that, zaddy. You, so you have that going for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I, I can't talk shit about Gabe. Ka- I talked shit about Gabe Kapler all season. I didn't think the Giants would be anything. They've totally proved me wrong. They were great all season. They played great. Um, you know, it's is it weird that they got three guys in their early to early mid 30s come back uh, with um, well, Buster didn't have a you know, an all-time season, but Crawford did, Belt did. 
Um, are the roids back in San Francisco? Right. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> it worked out and they had a great season. It's too bad. It ended like that. It's, I don't I understand like... why Angel Hernandez is getting playoff fucking um, assignments. Doug well, Eddings, whatever. I feel, like, I feel like the thing with the, with the umpires now is I don't know if it's like the speed and the exit velocity and the pitching velocity. I think the game whatever, gets too fast like, for him, dude. I think like, the game is too these fast. These guys are throwing like, 100. All of these guys. Yeah. So I think these old fuckers. Yeah, exactly. And I think so what they, what baseball tends to do is they give it to the guys with like experience because they want like their most experienced crews. But then those guys are also the oldest. And yeah, I I just crankiest. Yeah. And the game moves too fast. Way too fast. Baseball. Baseball has a real has a major umpire problem. Yeah. That they'll deal with in about 50 years. Totally. If, if ever, if ever baseball, right. baseball could very well become like the sport we give up on before they fix their umpire problem. Yes. We're just like, Oh, this is weird. Every call yeah. gets blown and the games take a long time. And yeah, awful. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, obviously I was rooting for your squad. I hate the Dodgers. Uh, but mm-hmm. then I was rooting for the Dodgers against the Braves. You know, we don't want Atlanta and their racist chant there. I know. Oh, love- oh, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. I'm sorry, Joe, but that's what I was trying to get to that. We're doing this. Like you were saying, like you're blowing out your bullpen by doing this like short starter thing or whatever. And then you end up throwing Walker Bueller and Max Scherzer on, on uh, short rest. Yeah. And you wonder why it fucks up. Yeah. You know, they fuck up. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like you wouldn't have to do that if your bullpen wasn't spent. Absolutely. And what about and- what about Tony Gosselin? He was he was good for the Dodgers. I didn't even see him in this in the Giants series or the Braves series. It, it, it's it's the one thing that I feel like analytics is is hurting it, it, it like analytics hurts teams across sports. Because it's just taking these raw numbers and plugging it into the situation. But there's no, like, I feel like the algorithm doesn't factor in, like, hey, this guy also pitched two days ago. And how does that, like, yeah, what, how does per- that affect? what percentage of effectiveness is lost if you're pitching on X amount of rest? But then also, you can't, you can't figure that out on a case by case basis, right? Like, oh, you know, what's the, obviously, analytics now we're we've taken this part we've also taken this aspect out of managing of like situational when it comes to like how big is the moment who's you know right like who's ready for that moment yeah like you know where mlb is like going like hey let's put the guys with the most experience out there and we're like they're too old analytics are like put this guy out there because he's great against lefties who hit the ball in the air and it's like yeah it's also like game seven fucking the ninth inning like he might not have that in his soul right he might not be a dude enough yeah you know yeah um also like what happened to okay your fifth starter during the season doesn't he just become your long reliever or doesn't he just move like uh, come to the couple of bullpen guys like off the roster because we don't need those guys because starters are still better than relievers. Certainly. At the end of the day, right? They're still better than the relievers. I mean, there's relievers can throw a hundred miles an hour, but they can only 
max out for so long and they they only have like two pitches. I think the other thing analytics right. don't consider is starters have a process when they start games and relievers have a process to come into games. And then you right. have, you know, you've got the Dodgers starting Joe Kelly and now he's going through like a starters warm up and then you're going right. to go to then you're going to go to a starter in the third who now has to go through a, a relievers warm up to get in the game just seems yeah. so like nonsensical and you know i hate to say it cuz i don't know the the specifics of what's going on but i feel like you look at a guy like dusty baker i don't think dusty baker is getting on the phone and having a computer tell him what to do no even though maybe a computer should yeah. because he's been known to blow out a bullpen on his own but um like when you hire dusty baker you're not doing that. Right. You know, you know, um, so I, I really, I mean, I hope Dusty wins and I hope like Dusty is validated by winning a world series and not blowing out his own bullpen. I just want to see Dusty Baker in like, I want to see the gif I, and I want this to be 4k high def slow motion reaches up with his right hand, removes his toothpick, replaced <laughs> with a cigar with his left hand, just like this. I need, <laughs> I need this move like out of the right side, out of his right side of his mouth comes the toothpick into the Here left comes side. The cigar. That stove. Yeah. 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 With the wristbands. Yeah. With the wristbands <laughs> and the, and the fucking surgical gloves, <laughs> the surgical gloves. <laughs> so you yes. got, you, you like Atlanta tonight. I like Atlanta tonight. Um, I'm I'm rooting for Dusty to win it. Um, we'll see. I I have I, I think both these teams are like young and a lot of fun, and I just hope you know Angel Fernanda or Hernandez doesn't fuck it up. And and honestly, remarkable how hate the Astros all you want, but yeah. you know Altuve, Correa, those guys, and I've said it, we've said it for three seasons now probably the best middle infield combo of all time in uh, across the board in terms of, you know, production and everything. Mm -hmm. And like now, now Altuve is now second on the postseason home runs list ever, ever. Yeah. That's a little, I mean, yeah, there's so many more postseason games. Totally. Yeah. He, he passed Bernie Williams who wasn't a big home run guy, but like, yeah, but still, you know, uh, they, that still means you're getting in the postseason all the time, and you got to be a great player to be in the postseason a lot. So, but they're so good yeah. at reloading. I mean, Alvarez, Tucker, they bring yeah. in they bring in the Brantleys, like like but right. Brantley, Brantley forever, just you know wallowing away in Cleveland, and then right. they're like, all right, let's just we can go get this guy on the cheap, hit second. Be great. It's 300. Yeah. 100 ribs. Surround him with 20, 25 jacks. Put put Tucker two spots below him in the order who no one fucking yeah. like it's they're so good. It's, you know, it's such a well-run organization that who are the guys who are still there from 2017? It's basically Bregman. As far as the regular guys, it's basically yeah. Bregman, Correa, Altuve and Guriel. Everybody else is pretty much gone. Was Maldonado yep. on that squad? I don't even know. No. I can't remember. Yeah. You know, uh, I guess Verlander was. Verlander was. He's, you know, MIA. He's gone. McCullers probably was. Yeah. That's about it. 
it's pretty much a new squad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the heart so, of it's the heart of it's the same, but for sure. Leave them alone. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, no one was harder. No one was more on. Yeah. The fuck, fuck the Astros. than than, right. than we were. Then we were. But at the same time, fuck the Braves and their racist. <laughs> no racist chance. Now, did Florida State get rid of that chant? Because Florida State had the same chant. I believe Florida State's still going. I believe the Chiefs are still going. And I believe the, um, uh, the Braves are still going. Who had the who had the chant first? I feel like it was Florida State. I feel like it was Florida State. But I can't it's not even that. an original racist chant. Atlanta. Right. I mean, get your own. Like, you know, be original, at least with your racist chants. I saw some like article recently and it was like, they're re- oh, oh, no. Yeah, it was uh, it was fucking um, it was the commish. It was, you know, Manfred saying, oh, they're they they have a great relationship with their Native American the, population. It's like, yeah, they oh, pay them off. Yeah, they pay them off to be like, <laughs> no, that's not racist. We 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 Here's gave we gave them a handful of beads and shells in exchange yes. for them not being. And they were happy with it. All the fry bread you want. <laughs> Listen, we we will continue to not tax your casinos if you continue yeah. to let us mock you with face paint and a war chant. <laughs> if you continue to let guys straight out of antebellum fraternity parties dress up as members of your tribe when they attend Atlanta Braves games. Now, uh, we have some other big baseball stories. Uh, your 1B baseball team, the Oakland A's, have lost their manager. I didn't even know. Was he not signed? What was? He, what is that? He actually was signed. So they this it's kind of crazy, um, but they pick up. Where is it? I just had this. Uh, June 15th, 2021. Welcome back. We have exercised our club option on Bob Melvin's Bob contract Melvin. for the 2022 season. So in June, they exercised his 2022 option. So did they trade him for some players at least? Did they sell him? Did they get they, anything for this? I, I, yeah, I don't I don't know how how that works. They must terms. have. They must have. They must have gotten something. Right? Or Billy Bean's like, listen, we don't even need a manager. I don't care. But he was there for a while. I was there for a while. A lot of division titles, a lot of playoff appearances, uh, no playoff wins. I feel like the A's now they just got just give Ron Washington the job. <laughs> right. Oh, in in Oakland. Mean, yeah. Uh, Ron, I'm, I'm trying to bring find Ron out. Washington back. Melvin, not known among candidates for the San Diego job. Padres perpetually aggressive. Uh, okay. Didn't, didn't you think this was just going to be Bruce Bochy's job? Yeah. Honestly, I am so fucking hopeful that the Mets are Bruce Bochy's job. Give me Ooh. Bochy. I want, give me Bochy. I will buy a size eight and a half <laughs> Mets hat and I'll wear it around yeah. the house. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm a, my nephew growing into the fucking, you know, 59. might bottom. be really good for you guys. Really good. Would, I actually would, hope that happens. Would he be able to handle 
the New York press? Is he is he fine with the like? Is, will he just like growl his way through? Bro, is the New York press going to be able to handle Bochi? First of all, Bochi, I don't know if you know this, but Bochi's like six five, six six. Yeah, I don't care if he's seventy years old. He is a beast. I like he's very intimidating, and he has a very low voice, and he doesn't take shit. So I think he'd be great. I mean, like Lou Pinella did fine in New York, right? Yeah. Lou Pinella is a fucking giant. No, I mean, I want Bochi so bad. I would be yeah. so into I mean, there was, you know, the Melvin, there was rumors of Melvin swirling when the rumors of Billy Bean were swirling. Billy Bean says not interested. Um, but, you know, I guess the question is, like, if you're Bob Melvin, are is this is this solely a financial slash yes San Diego yes they, like yes dude they're gonna pay him a lot more in Oakland is and uh, super talented team it's got to sort out the uh, Machado Tatis thing and just be like hey Manny remember you, when you were like twenty two years old yeah you were kind of an asshole too yeah. so why don't you just chill out on that bullshit um. Yeah, absolutely. I think maybe who what is going on with the GM of the Mets? Oh, this is also the, the Mets can't hire any. The, the Mets are without Sandy Alderson is essentially still there, but they're saying that they want a new head of baseball operations. They want a new GM and they want a new manager. And seemingly, why don't they go say Brian Sabian, Bruce Bochy combination? Th this is in this is in the conversation. Yeah, this is part that's of the a talk. proven. That's a proven dynamic duo right there. The I guess the question, you know, Bochy obviously knows what he's doing. The question is, is like, is Sabian. Like, why is Sabian not with the Giants? Though? I mean, he gets he gets it done there and they where, why, why is he gone? I think he's gone. He's gone uh, for the same re reason Bochi is gone, that the Giants wanted a complete modernization of their operation, right? So they hire uh, uh, Farhan. Farhan hires a GM. GM hires Gabe, you know, whatever. Um, so that's why I think Sabian's not there. I, I mean, I'm, I'm all into like a – you know, the, 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 where baseball is these days, I feel like this is like the Mets have an opportunity. Now it seems like people might be scared of the Steve Cohen era, which is weird because it's like, now we have the same problem we had under the will ponds where like, no one wants to work for you, but for the complete other reason, the other like, reason, yeah. <laughs> Cause you're, you got a like, lot of money, like too rich kind of and too yeah, right. whatever, like, but, um, <laughs> But I feel like this is a, a the Mets are in a perfect situation with tons of money in a big market to to take on two guys like Sabian and Bochi and be like, hey, here's the deal. We have the facilities. We have everything that you need for all the analytics. Yeah, it's all here for you. You let us know what you want and whatever you don't want, don't use. Because I feel like that is where baseball needs to go. You need to find guys who aren't opposed to it. And they're like, yeah, we want we want to know everything. We want to know how Pete Alonzo hits left-handers younger than 25 from Caribbean islands during day games. Right. 
when the weather's over 76 degrees, you know, like, like, but yeah, but I want free it, but I don't know, if I, but I don't know if I'll use yeah. it. Right. Cause I might just think Pete Alonso's a dude and I don't really give a shit. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Bochi will go anywhere. And I think, I think if you wanted Bochi, I think Sandy Alderson helps you because he's the president and he's old school guy. And I'll just, I think Bochi will go anywhere. He's not going to be used as a puppet for a young analytic driven GM. Right. You know, I don't think he's anti-analytics, but I think he wants to make the lineup. Right. You know, give him to me. <laughs> yeah. Him I mean, honestly, honestly, you guys are a lot more talented than I think. I mean, uh, at least uh, your hitters are a lot more talented than the glory years. Giants years, you yeah. know, the, I mean, and also DeGrom's probably better than Linscom or Kane ever was Baumgartner ever was. Yeah. So you got one dude and it kind of, and Stroman's nice and, you know, see what Thor's deal is. Yeah. And Stroman needs signing. But like the other thing is I think the Mets are in a terrible position right now, but also one that I think comes with like a, uh, like it, it could set a Steve Cohen fire. Like Steve Cohen could be like, Oh no one wants to work with me. Like whoever does work with me, I am now going like, fuck the luxury tax. Like point, like let's go shopping. Like point to right. who you like, like Bochi. Right. Who, who do you like? You Oh, you like him? Oh, I'll give him all the money. Like, I don't give a fuck. I think he's going to be like, you just better hope Bochi's not like, give me Aubrey Huff and <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Yeah, what's his name and fucking Pat Burl? Like, just make sure Bochi doesn't have dementia. Yeah, and then take him shopping. I'd be, I'd be way, way, way into it. But now you have it's, it's funny because Billy Bean kind of like is in the conversation and then it's out of the conversation. So now he's going back to Oakland, and then his manager leaves. It's like. Do you think Billy Bean likes punishment? Do you think Billy Bean goes to like a dominatrix and he really just enjoys like the worst possible situation? It gets him off like he must because he's had job offers from everywhere where they're like, Billy, let us take you shopping. Yeah. Or maybe he's like Shashevsky. He knows if somebody takes him shopping, like he won't be any good. Right. Like Shashevsky knows, like if you went to the NBA, he'd be exposed as a complete fraud. Right. Yeah. Like it's almost like, um, you know, uh, like there's that <laughs> well, only because my girlfriend watches it. Do I know? But there's a guy who has a YouTube show called Struggle Meals uh-huh. where he like, you know, his whole he he's he's this, this fucking chef. But he, he puts together meals for like six bucks. OK. You know what I mean? And it's all yeah. like air frying canned foods and shit like that. And you're like, yeah, but you don't, you don't give that guy a restaurant. Right. <laughs> right. Cause then he's just a chef. Yeah. And also now it's like, guy. now it's like, Oh, you're a two-star restaurant on Yelp. Like, but it's yeah. like, but it's, it's cheap. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 He's not, he's not Gordon Ramsay. Like, right. You know, it's almost like Billy beans. Like, Oh, I'm a fucking bargain hunter. Like that's my yes. shtick. Yeah, I'm the best. Yeah, I'm the best. I'm the but best you, you, at finding like the guys you don't value. But right. maybe I don't even know. 
how to judge the guys. Don't take me to Barney's. Yeah. The guys that are valued going like, oh, what is their value as compared to everybody else? Right. Right. He couldn't tell you who a $300 million player is. Right. He's like, but I don't know. He could, he he could tell you Matt stairs plays for like, you know, 50 grand do real good. He's like, uh, he's like fucking Dustin Hoffman and rain man. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. He can tell you how uh-huh. many he can tell you how many toothpicks are on the floor, and they're like, "How much do you think a sandwich costs?" He's like, fourteen million dollars." Like, no, <laughs> no, like eight, no. eight million dollars? No, eight dollars, <laughs> eight dollars. Like he he can't tell time. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man, finding your stick is you know one of the the, the it's like the thing in life, and Billy Bean has done it. You I've know, been looking so, for like, it forever. Right, man. Me too. So God bless you, Billy Bean. You autistic genius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he he also just kind of gets a ride on the like his whole story is like the Brad Pitt in Moneyball turning down right. the Reds, the Red Sox. Job, Red Sox. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's just a man of principle. So he can't he almost can't do it. Um so the I mean, we're, I, I, it, it seems weird to talk about like other baseball stories while the World Series is going on. But you want to talk about the arm barn? I, I want to talk about the arm barn. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard from PETA in years, you know, and uh, do you think someone PETA is just like, yo, we gotta, we gotta get out there. No one's heard from us. What can we do? It's the World Series. What's offensive to you about baseball? I the think, bullpen. I think what happens. So I think PETA has like an executive board of like, or not even executive board, like a creative board of like <laughs> ten woke millennials <laughs> that. Get Uber Eats, vegan Uber Eats meals delivered by bike every day. And they're like, okay, here's the five things going on in the world right now. Here's like our top five. We got the World Series. We got the Gabby Petito murder. We got, (laughs) we got the new, we got Squid Games. Right, Squid Game. Yeah. We got, and they just give them five things and they're like, Here's a bong. Here's your vegan lunch. <laughs> Get real high. What's offensive? Sit in your what? beanbag chairs and and try to come up with a fucking hot take on one of these five things. And one one guy's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I was just having my fucking soy burrito. And I'm like, squid games? Like, why couldn't it be? You know, cauliflower games. Squids are fucking the, one of the smartest animals. And they're yeah, like, squids are hyper intelligent. They're like, dude, everybody loves squid games. We're not going at squid games. It's like the number one show in like 170 countries. Too it's hot like, right now. It's too hot. It's a bad take. Yeah. And then someone else is like, bullpens. And they're like, okay, I like this. I like this. <laughs> No one's grumpier than old baseball fans. This yeah. is good. This is good. 
No one gets upset like the old white dudes who watch <laughs> baseball when you try to take away their something. Yeah. What do you got? Piss them like, off. Well, why can't it be like a like a human, you know, shed? And they're like, nah, it's not. <laughs> but like, well, what happens in a bullpen? They're like, that's where pitchers warm up. Warm up their what? Like their arms. Well, what if it's like an arm shed? <laughs> no, not catchy enough. What if it's like an arm barn? Okay, okay. I like this. See, I think what what uh, uh, big league relievers should do is get woke right back and be like, what am I, just an arm to you? Yeah. I'm a human being. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm not just an arm. I'm not an animal. I don't live in a barn. And, yeah, just like some some like bullpen coach needs to come out and be like, you know, it's really more about warming up your core when you're in the bullpen. <laughs> so like this this arm thing is sort of offensive to the rest of your body. To us, yeah, right. Especially yeah. that like I'm I'm trying to teach these guys all this core twerking and we, you know we've got yeah. the bands and like everything and now this is this is why guys blow out their arms. They're not working on focus their core. on their arm. Yeah. Yeah. And what about the bullpen catcher? He's just a barn catcher. Yeah. Just a stable boy. Yeah. Just a stable boy. That's a, that's a human being. That's a man. Also like, that's a a good job. Also like is our bulls being kept. It's like keeping a bull in a pen. Is this not like, do we have to have free range bulls? (laughs) Pasture raised bulls. Yeah. Like I, what about when I was at Marvel comics, you know, the artists who were all in the big room drawing the comic book, that was called the bullpen. Yeah. Right. So what are they supposed to, is that supposed to be the nerd barn now? It totally. When I, when I, yeah. when I walked into, when I was at CBS uh, and I was working on the news, all the producers were in the fishbowl. Yeah. Now what's that? That's just like, <laughs> that's just like the, the sexual harassers lair. Like, what is this? Like now <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. right. It can't, it can't be the fishbowl anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous, but it's Peter knows exactly what they're doing. Right. No, no, yeah. one's, no one's ever going to stop. I mean, I'm still calling them the fucking San Diego chargers for God's sake. Yeah. Seriously. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. still calling them the Los Angeles Rams and they just happen to be back. I never called them the St. Louis Rams. Like I, you know what I, mean? like I <laughs> luckily they returned. Are you going to call, the Indians, the Guardians. I like the Guardians. I think we talked yeah. about it. Like I like. I kind of like it too. I, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I um, like the Guardians. Except, I, except that, like I, I'm also on this roller uh, derby team side. Like you can't just take our name. I, ex- they should get paid. But this, this roller derby squad. This is what happened with the WWF back in the day. Do you remember that? Uh. Uh-uh. So WWF wrestling was WWF for so long. And the World Wildlife Foundation was like, how dare you? We've been the WWF for years. <laughs> We're protecting panda bears. And you guys just come in. And it went on for 20 years. And then they were finally like, I guess we're the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> so the Guardians will be the Guardians for like seven seasons. It'll finally be settled. And then there'll be something else. But also just, yeah, just pay the roller derby team, right? Just pay them off, man. Also, yeah. how about this? Just host two roller derby events at the stadium. You know, give them all yeah. the money. Give them roller all the derby money. night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> disco. You know, the what was yeah, it? Was, is it disco inferno night? Right, but at the disco White Sox demolition. Disco yeah. demolition. Yeah, this could be like 
lesbian night with roller derby, you know, roller derby afterwards. LGBTQ. But I, I, I'm sure what it is, it's a roller derby. It's the woke roller derby girls who are like, we don't want anything to do with baseball. And it's old yeah. man's club and, you know, <laughs> keeping their keeping their young Latin players in bullpens, <laughs> shooting them up with stars. They're like, OK, get Pete on the phone. You guys come up with a plan and get back to us. Right. When you stop. Yeah. When the meat company stops shooting up their bulls with steroids, we'll stop shooting up our pitchers with steroids yeah. until then go fuck yourself. That's the, this is, this is the state of baseball these days. Yeah. yeah. This is the things we're talking about. We have a major, yeah. we have a major umpire problem. We have a major <laughs> analytics problem. And now we got a PETA problem. We got a PETA problem. <laughs> we have, we definitely have a native American problem. I mean, certainly the Indians have become the guardians. Meanwhile, the Braves are playing in the world series. And Jock Peterson's mocking the Native American community by wearing like a replica of the beads we traded for Manhattan <laughs> around his neck. Ultimate troll job. Ultimate troll job. Jocktober <laughs> has <laughs> r- racist connotations. I said he came on my chest. <laughs> so you you uh who's your prediction you predict this is hard because like i want dusty to win but all history says he's gonna lose this world series <laughs> um and it just feels like the braves are on on a hot streak but i love dusty so I'm going to say he's going to learn from, you know, taking the ball from Russ Ortiz. He's going to, I don't know what he takes away from that Cubs series. Uh going to learn, you know, not to throw Mark Pryor when his arm's falling off, I guess. <laughs> and uh, Astros in seven. Astros in seven. I like it. I'm, I, I really am as much as I would hate for it to come down, you know, as much as I'd hate for the Braves to have, you know, in any given Sunday opportunity to win this World Series. Like, that's what I'm hoping for more than anything. Like, let's go yeah. seven. Let's go let's seven. Let's go seven. Games. And let the boys decide it on the field, old umpires, you fucking dicks. I almost let think- these st- young stud dudes settle it on the field. I feel like if a World Series goes to a game seven, all robot umpires. I, th- I think like call your own balls and strikes, leave, <laughs> leave your glove at your position. <laughs> no fucking like to turn off the Wi-Fi to the stadium. Yeah. Right. Broadcast it, you know, broadcast it only over the fucking airwaves. Bring back the announcers from the bench warmers. Those little kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Buck and Smoltzy? Um, you know, I, I like Smoltz. Um, I, I'm sure I, I, you know, if I gave Joe Buck a chance in real life, he'd be fine. But I just can't get over the St. Louis smugness. Joe Buck. Yeah. He's, he's got Bob Costas disease as far as I'm concerned. I, I, but I think they're good. I think they're fine. 
Did you I know? tell you? Did I tell you my Smoltz uh, Tahoe celeb tournament story? I feel like I mentioned mm. it on the show, or maybe I mentioned it on Dirty no. Sports, or maybe I've only mentioned it to people I've talked to. But mm. so I play I, when I caddy for Millar. Right. Uh, the the four dudes. So basically, the the thing was, you know, it's a celeb and then a foursome. So right. it's Millar and then you know, a guy is a group of dudes who paid X amount of money to golf with Malone. play with Malone, Yeah. So they're all socks bros, you know, it's just like yeah. white socks, finance bros or whatever. I think they all work for right. like Corbell or something like that. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So they're just, they're, they're, bonering out over being with fucking Malar and slurp you know, and Malar. cowboy up and like, yeah. you know, what's your favorite bar and fucking Boston and blah, blah, blah. But one dude is like, so I bet on the, the tournament this weekend. And this is like prior to starting. So it's like the last day before the tournament starts. And he's like, I have smolts at like, I think he said like at 70 to one to win it all. And he's like, what do you think of that? Maybe it wasn't even that high. It must have been must have been lower because Smoltz is always yeah, in the Smoltz mix. is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Smoltz is always yeah. in the mix and like wants it. And yeah. Like open about wanting it. And Millar's yeah. like, I love it if you could cash out on Saturday. And he goes, because he's going to be in the mix. And then Saturday night, he's going to drink so much vodka <laughs> that he is incapable of playing golf on Sunday. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, go back and look at it. He's like, he melts on Sunday because he's fucking hung over shit. And he's like, he basically wasn't. I don't know if he was saying he, he didn't make it very clear, but he kind of hinted. It's like almost like the pressure is too much for it. Like Saturday, really? Saturday, he's in the mix. Is it like a built in excuse to get so hungover, or is he like nervous hungover or is he like, you know, he's going out Saturday night because he. You know, he's taking the edge off, but he was like, if you can cash out on Saturday, you have a great shot of winning. But like he's going to get he's going to be breathing vodka on Sunday and he has no chance. <laughs> That's interesting because this is one. Of, this is one of the guys who pitched one of the all time great game sevens. Yeah. Lost the game, you know, in the 10th inning on a fucking Gene Larkin sack fly. Um. And I mean, they won a world series in 95. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how, you know, how he did during that one. And then he was like a reliever, but they never won again. So just trying to break down John Smoltz psychologically, did Gene Larkin just destroy his Sunday confidence? Yeah. And it's, well, it's funny too. It's like, I wonder what the cross sport confidence is. Cause like, I definitely had that in certain, like in, in, in what, in, in some sports, it was like one way. It's like, for some reason, I always felt like tons of pressure shooting, like clutch free throws, uh-huh. but you know, never like felt tons of pressure. If I was like the last guy up in a baseball game or like, right. If I was like running out to, you know, the line of scrimmage and like knew the ball was coming to me, I wasn't like antsy. I was just like, a, a, you know, a calm, I was like a calm, like, yeah, let's go. I'm going to be fucking right. open if I'm it. not, but like, play, make play. 
So I wonder if Smoltz, like a natural, like spend his life playing baseball, like doesn't affect him now really wants to win a celebrity golf tournament, like can't handle the pressure of it. I mean, it's a different kind of pressure. It's also, a, it's, it's like, a lot you know, of pressure. It's, it's the same thing for me. Like now, even now, like I, if I was doing stand up for, you know, the president of the United States and, you know, the hottest woman ever and David Letterman and my, you know, the ghost of my dead father, I would feel no pressure whatsoever. But if I got to do a fucking, you know, zoom audition for, you know, Taco Bell, I'm suddenly like, I don't know how to speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe Smoltzy just not built for the golf pressure. Maybe he's just not. Yeah. Maybe he's just not built for uh, celebrity golf tournaments, you know? And he can he can hang in the Metrodome with eighty thousand people screaming in his face, but you know, but a not couple, with that uh, vodka. Yeah, a couple a couple of drunks on their boats on seventeen at Edgewood. <laughs> this is too much. It's too much for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like we're both rooting for an Astros in seven. Yeah, we're, I mean, I'm rooting for seven. Um, I really hope Dusty gets one. You know, he's a good dude. We got uh, one. We will definitely be back soon because we are now. Well, we'll obviously have a. We got to do a World Series wrap up. Post World Series wrap, wrap up. up. A, you know, awards are starting to happen. They've given out the. Uh, they're starting to give out like the Players' Choice Awards and stuff like that. But all the other, the other awards are coming. So we've got that. We've got that upon us. But I think you yeah. know. And maybe drop into our DMs for your due to the year uh, nominations. Absolutely. And just in general, for any sort of World Series thoughts, World Series post uh, wrap ups, we are back on Dirty Slides Twitter. It's uh, it's been on and off again a lot. But, uh, you know, we're here. We are I'm going in there right now. Um, so. Might be too long of a question for whenever the next pot is, but if teams could add one all-time great player from their past teams to their current postseason roster, who would you choose for these teams? Because that's a long question, I'm just going to... He said, inspired by this tweet, you can only add one of these New York Yankees legends to the wildcard game roster for the Red Sox. Who do you choose? But let's just do it for the World Series game, the World Series, because I like that. If you could add yeah. one, one former Astro and one former brave to these rosters who do you go with um one former astro yep i either add nolan ryan or jr richard okay you know i think i mean like bijo you already have you already have uh 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 altuve or whatever uh bagwell i guess you could you could add bagwell but i think you could really use a, an absolute horse, you know? Um, so I'd probably, I'll, I'll, I'll go Nolan Ryan on that one. And Braves? It's not going to be Greg Maddox because he's not really great in the postseason, you know? I mean, I got to go with King Henry. Bad, bad Henry. Aaron. Wow. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going for more fun, fun style, just for like the sake of this, like they're already in the world series. So let's make it fun. Give me uh, Ken Caminetti and all his steroids <laughs> on, on this Astros team. Yeah. I thought you about throw like, him at first. Do you throw him at first base? Yeah. Yeah. You th or just DH him. Yeah, I guess so. 
Um, I also thought pitcher wise, like you throw Mike Scott in there and just like the, in, the internet on fire with his cheating. In, <laughs> in addition, now we have a cheater on the pitching staff. Um, I stay away from the one season or whatever it was of Randy Johnson of, of Astros. Oh, the Astros. And yeah. then uh, for the Braves, give me Dion. Put Dion on. The I was roster. thinking Dion. <laughs> I was thinking Dion. Dion would be a lot of fun, especially um, late 1992. Dion, uh, like I think I've said this before, but there were six weeks in the 1992 season where Dion Sanders was the best player in baseball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was only six weeks, but yeah, he would have been a lot of fun. He would. I think he would have really uh, um, fit in on that squad. I just also squad. like him showing up right now and being added to the postseason roster and and him being like oh oh are we doing pearls oh i have, oh i have oh, I got pearls, pearls. <laughs> and then he, he comes he comes back with the full queen elizabeth got like two gigantic billiard pearl earrings, pearl earrings. <laughs> he's got he's got like the wife at a you know at a nantucket fucking fundraiser set of pearls on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we doing pearls now. Oh, we doing pearls now. I have. Oh, I Dion have do pearls. pearls. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, said, pearls. you said there was six weeks there. I've got, uh, you know, have you been watching the NBA at all? Uh, yeah. There are moments yeah. where there are moments where I think Alex Caruso might be the most complete player in basketball. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I haven't watched any Bulls games yet, but. Um, I was, you know, watching this uh, Laker dinosaur team. I was just thinking, man, how good would Alice Caruso, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball look on this team right now? Holy shit, they look old. Dude, Alice Caruso, like, game and game, like, they, for some reason, no matter where he is, and maybe, you know, it's something that these coaches know. Maybe he's got, like, a little Joe Prano in him where he's, like, they're, like, he's great for a 12-minute spell, but, like, Stretch. otherwise it can be whatever. But, like... He he's such a great he's a great passer. He's a great defender. He'll fucking bang it on you. He can shoot. He's like he's always making the right play. Like Alex Caruso to me, I wish I wish I could take current Alex Caruso and drop him on like the Oregon State Beavers team and just like be like, dude, it's your squad. Like, see if you can win. <laughs> see if you can win March Madness by yourself. He he's like I watch him and I'm like man I fucking love this dude and yeah same thing I'm like it's I honestly I feel like the 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 Caruso of the Bambino like the curse of the Bambino like the Lakers <laughs> getting rid of Alex Caruso might be the their their downfall right I mean uh, he, he was set to become like the new the T1000 Kurt Rambis of the Lakers you know bigger better stronger faster um bald, a way better player bald. yeah 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 way better player like um you know embraced by the fans like i don't know and he wasn't expensive so yeah. what they get rid of him for did they know. even trade him i mean last night in the next bulls game that the knicks somehow magically pulled off he had he had numerous plays like one he grabs a rebound and does like the under his own basket and does like the Larry bird touch. Like he has it for less than one half of one second before it's immediately out. And like a touch a, outlet pass, touch outlet lead pass for like a Lonzo wow. dunk that like no one's within 50 feet of him. 
Then he has another one. He catches it on the high block, like fakes the go pass, fakes the middle behind the back sit to a cutting guy on the baseline. I was just like, what? This is like globetrotter shit. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm such an Alice Caruso stan. And, and he had he had these moments with the Lakers, but I feel like the thing with the Lakers is like it's all staying in like LeBron's lanes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's yeah. like on the Bulls, they're like young, and he can like, and they're like, "You go, Alice Caruso." When you're in there, like, do the we'll damn take thing. the handcuffs off? Yeah, you know, he had the Bron cuffs on. I, I love it. Well, good for him, man. Good for him. Yeah, watch it's- him, Alex. Get everybody, get yourself some Alice Caruso Bulls highlights. He's he's taken, he's taken his like grimy bald white dude game to like with a headband on to like next levels of fun. This guy is going to be, he's going to be a huge star in Chicago. (laughs) So many sandwiches are going to be named after this dude. So many grinders. So many grinders. (laughs) I love it. That's got me hungry. You know, there's a place, there's a place uh, here in my hood, Ike Sandwiches. It's a Bay Area. It's a Bay Area chain. Oh yeah. And they make sandwiches and all that, like all of their sandwiches are named after like Bay Area fucking athletes. So like you're going into an LA sandwich shop and you'll be like, yeah, I'll take that fucking Matt Kane. Yes. Like, okay. So, I mean, it's gotta, it's gotta have the Steph Curry, gotta have Ricky Henderson, gotta have, you know, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jerry Rice, you know, I'd be really impressed if they had a Terry Teagle sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up. Cause it's, it's yeah. they have, they have a great, maybe a, maybe a Steve Scarsoni. Yeah, like the 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 sandwiches on there, you're like a Matt Kane. There's definitely, I think there's a Sandoval. You know, there's a Madison. Oh, that's pretty good. There's a there's Madison Bumgarner. There's a Hunter Pence. There's a Steph Curry. There's an uh, Marshawn Lynch. The, who is the least famous Bay Area athlete to get a sandwich at Ike's? Going through it now. Let's see. They have a Maya Angelou. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Is at, who's Adam Richman? Is that like a Adam Richman, the comedian? That's what I was thinking. Or is it like, is there a food? There's like a there Adam oh, Richman, no, like a foodie guy. The foodie guy. It's probably like the sandwich guy who like eats giant burgers. Guy. They got a they got a Paul Rubens and a Peewee. Two different sandwiches. Okay. All right. All right. Two, two different guys. Yeah. Two different personalities. Yeah, I think that I'm just looking at their. Uh, like, come on, give me the full sports sandwich. ESP. Oh, that that's the Mac. They got a Rob there. Schneider. They should. They should. <laughs> For some reason, I think I'm on there. I think being on their website, they own like mm-hmm. it, different locations also have different uh, things. So I'll, I'll, next time I go, I'm going to take a picture because I just want to know who, who is find. the like biggest, you know, deep cut uh, Bay Area athlete. I'll, 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 I'll find out the next time I'm there. Like if they have a Chris Gatling sandwich, I'd be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got Billy Owens sauce. Yeah, Billy Owens sauce. <laughs> I love it. Uh, All right, well, let's check back in, Laz. We'll check back in post. Okay, uh, we'll check back in post World Series. Go Astros in seven. Um, we've got uh, our DMs are open. We are once again. We were locked out. We we're in. We we're locked out again. We're back in. So slide into our DMs. We'll be back in, you know, probably a week or so, maybe, maybe 
call it two weeks safely for a uh, postseason wrap up, some awards wrap up. Hopefully the Mets have a manager or a general yeah, manager Bochy. or a president of baseball operations. <laughs> <laughs> One of the three key positions that would be nice that we have. Uh, in the meantime, do you have any, do you have any, do, you, do we have a fuck them lined up? Uh, I mean, like, you know, um, I, I think right now PETA deserves the fuck Oh, that's em. good. That's good. Yeah. 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 Take your arm barn and shove it, PETA. <laughs> yeah. It's offensive to those of us without arms. Yeah, yeah. What about the armless, Peter? And, and and again, what about you know? What about our pitchers? You know, what about the Hideo Nomos? The, it's all legs. It's all the, yeah, the, the yeah. arm. The arm is just a sling. Yeah, you know? yeah. The arm just goes long for the rod. It's the ass and thighs that provide the pop. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Laz, where can everybody follow you? Uh, at Andy Lazarus across all social medias: Instagram, Twitter, all the things. And the Venice or the Venice Gays and at Venice Gays. Are you still yeah. within the regular season now? You got. Yeah, we're going to we. Um, oh, uh, the Venice Gays need pitching. So if anybody is in the Los Angeles era area and can throw strikes over 80 miles an hour, um, slide into our DMs. We need you this weekend um, and moving forward. Our pitching right now, everybody's hurt and or out of town. So, Joe. If your leg was healthy, I'd say come get it, come get nine innings. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if I'll ever be there again. I I just realized like when I when I threw for you guys, it was like in the midst of me throwing batting practice all the time. Right, right, right. I came out there and a miserable effort just throwing a ceremonial first pitch. I hadn't thrown a baseball in forever. I go to plant during warmups on some on some front sides, and it was oof. So uh, yeah. Well, I'll just have, you know what? I might just have to throw a little bit just generally, you know, for the sake of my unborn son. Uh, but seriously, I, but I don't think, uh, I don't think eating so innings for the, for the gazes in my right now, but if Damn. you're out there, uh, if you're out there guys and you need some, uh, you want to throw some innings for the gays, just drop into dirty slides DMS and, uh, uh, we need pitching right now. Follow at least this weekend. Follow the Venice Gaze on Instagram at Venice Gaze. You can follow me at on Venice all social Gaze. media at Joe Prano, except for Twitter. I'm at Fix Your Life. Slide into the dirty sports DMs for some postseason and some World Series thoughts, and we will uh, we'll get back to you guys soon. And in the meantime, fuck Peter, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs>